0: Fucking sucked. <laughs> this is the Chudcast.
1: This it is the Chudcast, sucks. and I it want sucks. one hour and thirty-three minutes of my life back.
0: <laughs> it fucking sucked. <laughs> uh, why did you people make me do this? I don't know why. Like, I regret this. You you said it was your idea. This kind sucks.
1: Of. I said the uh, I said the type of movie. Okay, so, uh, just to to rewind a little bit, this is the Chudcast. I'm Oren. Tonight with me, I have Gear Marine. Hello, Gordon, who is joining us? Our <laughs> Gordon, who's joining us as our Henry Zabrowski, our permanent ah, third guest. Yeah, member. right. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. Gonna, you're, I'm you're into this now. We we hazed I'm him fucking, appropriately. Yeah, I'm <laughs> fucking
0: in deep. I'm in this forever.
1: <laughs> tonight's to movie. Me. Tonight's movie was uh, return of the Texas Chansaw Massacre, aka uh, Texas Chansaw Massacre: The Next Generation. And this was this was a film shot on uh, a camera.
0: This is the worst movie I've seen this year so far, by like a country mile. I'm pretty sure it's the worst movie I've seen in a decade.
1: I saw I saw Proud Mary last year, and that was pretty bad. I don't know if oh, it's, it's a close one. If this is worse or if Proud Mary is worse,
0: but This is worse than any of the like asylum mockbusters that I've seen, and I saw Transmorphers, okay. <laughs>
1: you saw Transmorphers?
0: Yeah, I saw Transmorphers. I think that, 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 that think was like fucking Citizen Kane compared to this garbage.
1: A little background on why we're watching this one now. Um, we we tried to record for Get Out, and Gameron uh, had dinner problems and almost choked on chicken parm.
2: Yeah, I almost choked to death. Guys, remember, chew your food. It. I almost had to go to the hospital.
1: <laughs> and then we shelved that episode and decided to go back to the VHS aisle. I think... I think if I'm going to pick a point in time, I think 2005 is, is should be the, the benchmark. Because I actually, interesting thing, background on this movie, um, I saw this at the local Mr. Movies that inspired a lot of this podcast series. Really? Like, I remember the VHS box art of uh, like a lipstick tube, except it's a chainsaw sparking against a pair of red lips. I actually remember seeing that when I was a kid. When so was-
0: yeah. When was this? Because this movie was shelved for a while, and then they re-released it.
1: It was shot in '94, premiered in '95, shelved for two years, released in '97 in an altered, Re-cut. Cut. Yes. Yeah.
0: And then they recently, like in 2006, I think they released it on Blu-ray uh, for like a new 1080p master, which is, by the way, fucking awful because it looks like they lost awful half the remaster. film. Yeah, they look like they lost half the film reels, so half of it is like VHS transfers. It could and it be Hey, okay. it could it cuts, be laserdisc. It cuts randomly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's either yeah, it's either laserdisc or VHS or something. But it cuts randomly between like straight film transfer, which looks all right. They had some focus issues, but generally it's all right. And then they, and then it just cuts in between like random shitty VHS
1: transfer, and it looks fucking awful. So, background was that, I said we go back to the VHS aisle, let's do the worst film in a long-running series, and, oh boy, did we find the worst of something. Gamerine, where does this fit in the lore? You're the master here.
2: Um, in terms of Texas Chainsaw Massacre lore, this is, um, it's weird, because they keep rebooting the series, and, like, this movie's almost parody, but it's not funny.
1: <laughs> it's
2: Or good. It's, or good at all. It's, I haven't seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, so I but I have seen the first two and I'm just going to briefly mention those Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1 masterpiece by Toby Hooper it's not very violent or bloody but it is definitely like grounded in reality disgusting and it makes you feel very uncomfortable when watching it Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is like since Toby, since everyone wanted to do a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and Toby Hooper didn't want to do it he decided okay I'm going to do it in my own way so that movie is almost parody of the first one like it's over the top it's zany it's more violent, it's goofy, Dennis Hopper is yelling at the c- top of his lungs, with dual-building chainsaws with, like, two chainsaws on his belt. It's It's nonsensical, and it divides a lot of people, like, fans of the series. This movie feels like it's trying to be funny, and it fails, and it's trying to be scary, and it's awful, and it also tries to appeal... It also feels like it's trying to appeal to the Gen Z crowd, because it's like said nine the '90s, and it fails at that too. So we got a movie that makes nobody happy. It's terrible, and it looks like shit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that about shapes it up. So uh, I don't even think it's worth doing a summary. Basically, you have yeah, four I don't kids know how and... to summarize
0: it because it's yeah, impossible. Yeah. I, this movie. I, I, will...
1: I'll do it. I'll do it. Give me a couple sentences. Okay, here we go. Oh, you want go... to no, do, do it? Gear, do you want to do it? Ninety seconds.
2: Okay, basically, have you seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre? No. It kind of, it's kind of, okay. If <laughs> the audience. <laughs> okay, basically, every Texas Chainsaw Massacre has this, like, freaking, like, own set of rules. You have the victim, you have, like, the, you know, the people going to get killed. You have the Sawyer family or the family with Leatherface or whatever, and they're either cannibals or they're crazy or they just kill people for fun. You got Texas, and you have, like, basically everything is just a means to them to get them to the house where violence happens. And eventually, violence happens. People die, and the one person left has the dinner scene. And usually the dinner scene is where, after that, they escape. And then there's a scene where Leatherface chases the final girl with a chainsaw. There's a conveniently placed car that drives down the road to pick her up. And, um, he gets, she gets into the car and she lives and, uh, Leatherface is very angry and he does his signature chainsaw dance and the movie's over.
1: So, um, the way that relates to this one, I guess, is the people who wind up at the house are four high school students who just decide to ditch prom and go home, I guess, or that's, it's already falling apart as soon as it begins. They just, like, <laughs> she wants prom. to find her
0: boyfriend whose name is Barry <laughs> And then, yeah, like our, our main girl wants to find her boyfriend prom date, whatever or was that Heather or the other one? I She's forget. not the main girl, I wouldn't say. No. Heather wants to find her her date, and then she finds him making it <laughs> with another girl, and we later find out that we shouldn't have found Barry in the first place because Barry is an asshole.) <laughs>
1: and then hey his da- Barry's dad is a doctor lawyer I'll have you know oh fucking Christ doctor lawyer
0: barber surgeon soldier spy I was really hoping he would die by like getting impaled on a meat hook and then getting a chainsaw half lengthways from the bottom up but unfortunately and he just kind of gets doesn't... hit in the head
1: with a stick and falls down and disappears from the movie like, yeah he just yeah. Like, gets whacked out of the film and never shows up again basically yeah the
0: deaths in this film the deaths in this fucking film are like the most toast shit
1: this movie if they, if they didn't say fuck so many times this movie could have been an easy PG-13 like, like that's what I was going to say. Like, it yeah. feels like they were going for a soft PG-13 with the level of violence. And yeah, it's, it could almost be up PG. Like, it's bizarre. Like, you've got these perfectly bloodless deaths. Like, the first one in the movie is you've got an <coughs> injured guy, and Matthew McConaughey shows up with his robot leg, and he's like, oh, looks like he's dead. And the boyfriend's like, like, no, no, he's just passed out. And then he slits his throat and says, no, he's dead. Like, no, 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 and no, no, then, no. He, he breaks his neck, so there's no blood. There's no Why do you have a knife awesome. out though? Like he pulled out a knife right after, as if he had cut his throat. Makes well, no, no sense. Well, no, oh. he pulled out a knife he, to threaten he, the guy. He, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. See, that's the 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 movie got me because the <laughs> continuous effect that it had on me was basically the same as this one trailer uh, for the Guy Ritchie Robin Hood movie, where like <laughs> yeah, where Robin Hood shot. breaks the guy's. No, neck. no, no, not <laughs> Robin Hood. Shit, no, the guy. It was like this one trailer for the Guy Ritchie, King Arthur, where like every shot was so weirdly composed and about three quarters of a second long that you couldn't watch the trailer. Like it was a basilisk. You couldn't understand what was happening at all. And I'm just like, turn this off, please. It's hurting my brain. (laughs) Yeah. That that, was this entire movie. Like the, the dialogue, the way the scenes are composed, the action is all just like. Nothing lands at all. This movie, and... this
0: movie, this movie is like barely coherent. It feels like it feels like someone edited this while on like Quaaludes or something, and they just pieced <laughs> shit together that like barely made sense. And like, so yeah, like Matthew McConaughey kills a guy, runs over another guy who, who like I love the scene where he runs the guy over because if you watch it with like no context, like if you just looked it up on YouTube, it looks like he's trying to get out of a pothole. We never see <laughs> yeah, like any violence. <laughs> It's, it's just a tow truck kind of going
1: back and forth a little yeah. bit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then it drives away. <laughs> like, it's like, oh my well, I god, I, I killed him! It's like, yeah. what did you do? I didn't see did anything. Yeah. Like, it, like that's what
2: I had the problem with. I looked down on my phone and messaged somebody for like a few seconds. I'm like, oh, he's stuck in a ditch? Did the guy get away? Oh no, he's probably dead.
1: So the the first act is basically a bunch of random running around in the country. Like, they're just driving away from prom. They don't really... Do they explain why they're on random country roads that nope. seemingly lead to nope. just like, no, they're just nope. driving away. They're just We're driving, driving away
0: somewhere. Now. No, no one even knows. Like, did they drive through here to get to prom? Like,
1: I don't know.
2: It's the movie was shot in Austin, so it's rural Austin. So I haven't seen any of the cities because I've been there and I have a friend that lives there, and it just looks like a hodgepodge of dirt roads. Like one minute, so it's like just like the woods period.
1: outside of the woods outside of somebody's house, basically. That's it. Okay, that's a, like, that's a set. That's the film.
2: There's like there's a scene where it like nothing like about that place since like at one point the one lady goes to get like pizza and burgers from a random restaurant and then she's driving down like a highway and then it just cuts to them in the middle of a dirt road well no well no well no that's the thing if you pay attention that scene i'm pretty sure they're
0: driving through like a drainage channel or something because (laughs) yeah because it doesn't it doesn't look like a road It, it looks like a drainage channel like they couldn't get the permits to film on the highway so
1: they just like drove through a drainage channel and that's how they did like the cops passing scene is this like I, the Austin version of how every AMC show is shot in the same, like, two miles of woods in Georgia? Probably. Basically? <laughs> like, yes. God, Sounds like I, it. I, See, it's hard to even form coherent criticism because the movie is not coherent. Like there's <laughs> no. there's nothing put together about it that's No, this movie, there's nothing th- about it that's assembled enough to actually attack. It's like, just kind of like a splatted mess. Like, like they said so the movie was of-
0: recut when it was re-released and I feel like they're lying because I don't think like how could you recut this movie? It doesn't make any fucking sense to begin with.
1: So, we're watching the we watched the original theatrical cut, which is Seven minutes longer than the later recut uh, from '97. So the original one they screened—they screened in '95 was just called "The Return of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre," and that's what we saw. It was somehow cut down for violence even further. It was just moved. This movie's like a soft PG-13 in today's. Like it—it it has swear words in it, and that's the only thing getting it an R. Basically, they said yeah. more than one fuck. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. That automatically gets you
0: an R. If you say they more. They said than a lot of fucks,
1: fucks actually. This one's pretty liberal yeah. with the Fs.
0: Yeah. More than one fuck, you get an R. You get one fuck for a PG-13. That's it.
1: Contextually. Uh, Contextually. Contextual. Yeah. You you can sometimes get a second one depending. You really need to go out of your way to try and get it, though. Yeah. Um, I predict Avengers 4 will have will have Thanos say fuck just because oh, they haven't yes. done an F-bomb in a Marvel movie yet. Oh,
0: yes. Uh, I, I just saw an article on Twitter about how they, fi- they finally clocked in the final... Uh, Runtime of Avengers Endgame at three hours and two minutes. So be prepared for that one, folks. I, I'm wearing a diaper. Yeah, <laughs> everybody fucking... Better be Thanos-branded diapers going into that motherfucker. It's going to be a nightmare. Avengers
1: Endgame, coming March 32nd. Smarch. Can you tell how much we want to talk about this movie that we're talking about other movies already? I don't
0: want to think about (laughs) this movie anymore. Okay,
1: okay, I can give you some direction. It will be a spiritual experience. Um, Look, feel, and sound. So, as we were alluding to, we watched the Blu-ray version of... 1080p
0: Blu-ray. Like, the highest quality you can possibly find. 1080p with a
1: big (laughs) asterisk on it, because... Fuck this movie. it, (laughs) It looks like the movie basically... Uh, As Gordon was saying earlier, I think they only had some of the film for the new Master. Yeah, if I had to guess, they only had like 50% of the original
0: film reels. And the rest of it was either VHS or Laserdisc transfer. So half of it looks like, you know, decent. Because you can get a lot of good quality. Like, you can get, like, really great quality out of film. but you can rescan it
1: 4K. And the rescans in this mostly look good. But, like, it changed (laughs) off every other shot. So I think... I think what it was is they literally didn't have the film from certain cameras. Yeah. So you had certain scenes where you had like, you know, two or three cameras and they had the film from some of them but not others. So it'll go back and forth between reasonable looking digital scan to just like awful, bad awful quality. Bad laser disc rip is what I'm thinking. Because maybe it is VHS. Who knows? But it, like it, it, feels it must like VHS. be
2: VHS. I saw like well, the freaking, like, it looks
1: like I've seen some good-looking laserdisc rips. Even yeah. if it's standard definition, you can get a nice clean picture out of a laserdisc. So either this was yeah, just a particularly bad laserdisc, or they didn't even VHS, have that.
0: VHS, is what it feels like.
1: Yeah. So that's the look. <laughs> the I guess so. We talked about you know the the outdoor sets are random couple miles of woods somewhere mm. outside of Austin. The indoor sets look fine, mostly. Just looks like like the normal places look like their equivalents in '90s. I'll I'll give them competent set design, mostly. mostly. So they get that. Um, the the psycho house where the Texas Chainsaw family lives, it was pretty good. It was grubby. It looked like it was supposed to. I think. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a letdown. Sure. Oh no, no. You you know the lore. Tell me why is it why is it not a good? If you've seen
2: like the original like movies, like like I said, I only seen the first two. It's Imagine, like, the, that house, but twice as dirty and twice as spooky because, like, like God, this is such a bastardization of the first one. Like, if you see the first movie, like, when they go into the house, there's just, like, trash, human skulls. There's a birdcage made out of, like, femur, like, bones. And you got uh, – it felt like they found a house, like, just covered this house with garbage and, I don't know, like, a bathroom made out of human skin and they call it a day. Like –
1: I but just the bathroom felt like they... the bathroom was just like really gross plywood though. You notice that? It looks yeah. like it's like tarps of flesh, but it actually is just like rotting plywood. It looks gross. But like, I see your point. This just looks like someone's exceptionally messy farmhouse as opposed to yeah. a true murder house. And it's
0: so. and it's even weirder because right across the street is like the murder office or whatever where the lady works. And that's how they, like, lure them in, is... The they murder go and,
1: receptionist.
0: Like, yeah, yeah, the fucking... Like, l- like, none of this... Apparently, there's the murder house, and then right across the street is the fucking, like, murder office where nice, done-up lady works, but she's secretly in on it. And... Th- I was like, gonna say, like, everybody. what is
1: what is her job supposed to be? Is she a county yeah. clerk? Does she just have an office for, for office business? <laughs> you know, just office and, stuff that one does in an office.
0: And for murdering, apparently. I don't fucking know. Yeah, like, that,
1: and... Oh, and, and the we we got a gratuitous boob, just very briefly. One, she, one breast. I'm surprised that this movie is restraint. There's a single breast after a car throws a bottle through the window, and she tries to appease slash scare slash mollify them by flashing them?
0: Yeah. That, that's, apparently, that's apparently the only string in her hypothetical bow, is flashing her boobs at people.
2: That's, that's why we got the radar, folks, is I got to get that one titty shot. <laughs> I'm
1: going so to
0: fucking pull the script for this movie. I want to see what's up with it.
1: Just constantly, ah. So we're getting to sound and let's cover everything else before the screaming. Uh, this movie has some really awkward ADR, which has like dramatically better sound quality than the rest of the film. Um it comes in in awkward places. Like there's a bunch of scenes that you can tell were meant to be silent and like some galaxy brain person working on the edit or whatever was like, Oh no, we need to explain this here. Get them back in for ADR. And they just like go over them and they, they sound very confused. Like, why did you call me to this booth to record this? Basically. Um, Mm -hmm. Here, you're saying there's some reused sound effects.
2: Uh, One of the, uh, if you watch the original um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, when there's a, <clears throat> when they're showing like the screenshots, like from the beginning of the movie, you hear a certain like camera flash. It's it's really hard for it to put down. But if you recognize, if you see the original movies, you recognize the um, sound they're going for, which is the camera flash. when it's showing different Im- um you know pictures. But is that what they yeah, use during is-
1: the the prom photos scene? mm Hmm.
2: Yeah. That's. Oh, what it was.
1: that's that's a really weird kind of shout out to do. I don't really understand it, but it's just like, hey, remember that movie? This is that movie again. Like, it's it's the Metal Gear Solid 2 of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series if MGS2 was a uh, $20 bargain release that was neglected at the GameStop and should be left in the bottom of the bargain bin.
2: It should be left in the bargain bin with the scratched up disc, which
1: constantly keeps
2: skipping and requires you to yes. put the disc back in it.
1: But there you is a the good script? copy of *Bullet Witch* in that bargain bin as well that you should find. But ignore this. Yeah.
0: I found the script God. for the movie.
1: Oh, God! How many letter A's are in that script? How
2: many letter A's? <laughs> Control. What How many
1: continuous mean? blocks of A ah are in that script? Because that's the a good question. The main feature of the film is that uh, Leatherface and most of the characters just yell a bunch. Yeah. Like, I thought I had experienced a lot of that when we watched People Under the Stairs, because that movie has a lot of just incoherent... Blah, blah. This movie... <laughs> oh, my God. Leatherface spends most of his screen scream time screaming, like, just <laughs> nonstop. <laughs> I mean, scream time.
2: If you're talking about a complete butchering of a character... And I'm talking, like, butchering in a metaphorical and literal sense. As if they were cut up this, with
1: a chainsaw? Huh?
2: This is literally the worst Leatherface in any of these movies. He is a coward, and he's not very threatening. And I get where they were trying to cross-dress him. This is where the, like, original, like, oh, he cross-dresses in this movie. That's different. But it comes off okay. as He looks like a weird,
1: weird. Mrs.
0: Doubtfire.
1: Yeah. So I think what they're going for is they're trying to have more direct inspiration from Ed Gein because he kind of had a complex about that. But yeah, they're, they're just like tacked it on. I I don't know. Like Leatherface, I don't know much about Texas Chainsaw series. So like the first couple minutes you have <laughs> of Leatherface <laughs> in this movie, I was I was potentially into it. it's like okay so he's monstrous chainsaw wielding scary person but also kind of afraid of what's happening around him at the same time like you can do that well like that's a perfectly valid way to do a horror oh, yeah. monster it's a it's an course, interesting... like... but this just translates into him constantly screaming and running away but also chasing people
2: oh, there's not even a chainsaw death in this entire movie and it's context is no one no,
0: yeah, no one dies to a chainsaw. The, the, the one thing that I found hilarious in this movie was towards the ending. There's an old guy, so they're sitting around the table, and like, there's a bunch of old. What you would discern are like, you know, preserved corpses at the table.
1: And that was then, supposed yeah. to be the family from one of the previous films. Yeah, right yeah, there, right? yeah. And then, it, and it, then they—it's the Sawyer family. It's
2: a uh, staple of like the series. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's in every movie. Yeah and then and,
0: and then and then Matthew McConaughey kills one of the other family members with a hammer and then this old guy who you thought was a fucking corpse like grabs a knife off the table walks up and leaves and we never see him again and it's never explained and I'm like what the fuck I thought you were dead <laughs> and he wasn't I, he was just chilling like they just were just chilling like like we was talking at him like like he was one of the dead people and then he just Gets a knife and leaves. He just just I'm fucking, just, chilling fucking Rapids. just fucking gets off the set.
1: I'm not gonna actually no. I'm gonna say that's the best part of the movie. Like yeah, that's that is, that is legitimately worthy of, of greatness right there. That is the
2: audience reaction of how they felt seeing this movie in theaters. Yeah, I would like to leave, please.
0: <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just walk up, grab a knife, and leave.
1: They should have kept this as. Oh my <laughs> you found a gift of it excellent yep. I think this movie should have stayed an ashcan copy like I, it's it this movie should have been destroyed like
0: it, 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 it's a detriment to literally everyone who is in it and i there's like I nothing there's like no redeeming qualities about this movie besides
2: okay. Okay, you better say Matthew McConaughey Because that's an entire section of this podcast Matthew McConaughey okay, Matthew McConaughey point. was
1: pretty good in this Like He was working with probably the worst script ever written by human hands um, <laughs> yeah. But he did have some chemistry with <laughs> Renee Zellweger And he was just like whacked out the whole time Just He he didn't know. It Yeah, right, he looks right, like he was on right. coke the entire time He had a robot leg That yeah, was never yeah, explained leg. for any reason But is no. remote controllable But seems to work on its own Yeah
2: At one point, if I had a
1: robot leg, I wouldn't want someone to have the remote control for it, personally. No.
2: No, there's like an entire scene where he's just finding batteries to remotes and seeing which ones work and not, just so he can have offhand. But it seems to work
1: on its own, so why does he need the remote?
2: i don't know but he's always like pointing at people like with the remote like he's always like pointing at Renee Zoger when he's trying to look threatening like it's either a nap knife he always has this... it's just it's just like his character is just like it's like when he was he on walks screen, around was...
1: without the remote right i didn't miss that yeah. did i like he's not constantly no, he... carrying a remote to make it work
0: i don't think so no but... n- no they forget about the robot leg and it comes back as it needs to be relevant there's multiple points where he's walking around and you don't even hear the noise like they just it's got a big it. tube
1: attached to it yeah. and the prop looks like shit like it is a really like bad shit. looking prop like it's got a belt and then a robot leg and like a metal brace on the leg and it all looks it doesn't look like realistically duct taped it looks like the prop shop was running low on time duct taped
2: maybe that was maybe they did that on purpose it's like what would like a shitty looking robot leg look if it was ran by a crazy cannibal Monster family. I guess they're not cannibals in this because they eat pizza and burgers, which is strange. Yeah, that would make yeah.
0: That, Ninja yeah turtles. That's another thing. I thought they ate like the flesh of their victims, but no. In this one, they just eat pizza.
1: Well, actually, um, we do have a little bit. Doesn't um, uh, Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey does, like, bites bite, bite the front somebody? of
0: her nose? That's off, like the, that's like yeah. th- that's like fucking first blood. An hour in, like that's the first time we see anything. Any blood in the movie? It's like
2: an
1: hour into it. God, it's just so tiring to think about this movie. Like, yeah,
2: it's yeah, it's a nightmare. There is a subplot about a secret society in this movie.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Fucking Matthew McConaughey works for the Illuminati. We never explained that either.
1: But that's I think that thing. also I- redeems the movie. That's probably one of the better things about it. Was that yeah. oh, this was this was meant to be a magic ritual to show you fear, but the the rednecks fucked it up. I am so sorry. It should have been better. No, I mean,
2: like. I'm gonna I'm gonna look your face for an uncomfortable long amount of time now. Well, he had to life. get
1: the he had to get the fear correct. I think he was he was going for that. But God, like, uh, as as a you <laughs> know paranormal enthusiast of a mild degree, like the the Men in Black thing is kind of fun because like Men in Black are supposed to be not just bureaucrats, like creepy bureaucrats, like the move MIB movies when they're dealing with you know normal people they're meant to be like not of this world there's a very strong supernatural aspect of it that gets missed in a lot of adaptations like they're supposed to be possibly alien or interdimensional or otherwise like not fitting a human skin and form correctly uh kind of like if you've seen fringe the observers are based on like more more uh dated or original men in black lore in that they've got like
0: Please don't make me associate Fringe, a good TV show, with this pile of garbage. Like, fucking Christ.
1: (laughs) Oh, now I just want to watch Fringe again. What a great show.
2: Yeah, what a good show. And then there's this. I would literally watch anything else besides this movie. Like, when I was thinking, it's like, let's do Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I had the choice between this, like, like one of the older Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies, versus the new ones, which are equally bad, but they have their own merit for being over the top violent. I think I think I'm glad I went with this one because it made everyone miserable.
1: I am filled uh, with despair.
0: I'm not yeah. glad at all. I I think I hate you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so in lieu of in lieu of remake sequel stuff because this has already been this movie should be buried in a and,
0: fucking landfill and never seen again i will find the <laughs> film reels and destroy them
1: i'm going to pose i'm going to pose something i pose a situation to you guys so instead of remake sequel whatever talk what if someone in the late 90s had this as their only horror movie that had access to let's say their parents don't Parents don't allow horror movies in the house. They their friends generally the same. But one friend has a single horror movie in the VHS cabinet they can get to, and it's this piece of shit. What kind of life does that person have now? What, what oh, does this do to a person? <laughs> if this is your only exposure to the bad. genre? Because yeah, like, it could bad. still be frightening if you hadn't seen any this horror movie, movies ever. Movie was
0: the, well, if you haven't seen any other horror movies, yeah, sure, but this movie was not
1: even fucking remotely frightening. Like, holy shit. <laughs> do movie, you think anyone looks on this fondly? Even that person no. who it was their only horror movie? I'm sure, I'm sure Matthew
0: McConaughey looks on this and
1: just, like, smiles. <laughs> he got paid and was probably high the whole time, so yeah, he's probably happy
2: this movie had a budget of oh my god like five hundred thousand dollars yeah it, it looks like 100... it sure does and it um, made one hundred and
1: eighty-six thousand, 000 roughly in the box office this was a flop like severe was...
0: <laughs> yeah like considering the next the next Texas chainsaw massacre movie up made like 12 million yeah <laughs> yeah for even a
2: movie with this kind of branding on it like it's got a notable name. It's got Texas Chainsaw Massacre in it. And it did this terribly on that kind of budget. They must have zero faith in this movie. Like, it was made for the sake yeah. of being made.
0: God. It was probably it was made the, for them to, like, hold the... It, it, it's probably, like, the situation with, like, the Fantastic Four where they made that shitty Roger Corman movie to, like, hold on to the rights to it so so Fox could keep the rights for longer. I don't think it was meant
1: to be that initially, but it turned into something that should have been an Ashcan copy that actually disappeared, basically. And
0: granted, granted, that movie is not bad. (laughs) It's actually pretty okay. Yeah, for what it is, it's pretty okay. okay.
1: Yeah. I I think this was supposed to be a star vehicle. Like, someone had the worst idea in the world for, hey, you know, (laughs) Renee Zellweger, Matthew McConaughey, put them in a film together. What properties do we have? Oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Sure, sure, whatever. He's yeah, got he hasn't
0: done horror. I'm sure it'll be fine.
1: <laughs> I mean, he was one of the better points of the film because he's just overacting in slightly interesting ways. Like, I, I I was paying attention to him. I wasn't paying attention to most of the rest of the movie.
2: Let's see. I keep looking, I keep looking at that damn gif. Where the guy just gets up and just... just nope. He grabs a knife and walks away. <laughs> He's I'm, go I'm posting that in the
1: Chudcast right now. He's, like, he's, he's gonna
0: So step. He so just... so I looked something up just now, and this is actually kind of hilarious. Matthew McConaughey was originally supposed to be like the hero of the movie. Oh, he was originally nice. supposed to play. He was originally supposed to play a guy who shows up on a motorcycle at the beginning of the movie and then rides off into the sunset with Jenny at the ending, but it never made the cut so that what
1: cut did they re- did they film that
0: like no 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 i don't think no. they filmed it I, th- I think it was just originally that was the idea
2: part of me wants to watch texas dance i don't know what we're going to do for our next movie but gordon i want you on it i want to watch a good texas dance on massacre movie i don't know if it can was 2003 the one any good
0: well considering oh, well remake? considering i'm now like your permanent guest yeah i'll do whatever uh,
1: yeah you can't leave say, uh I can't leave you can't li- you can't leave um is that the remake that's the 2003 remake. Yep, Michael Bay is listed. I think he's producer, one of the producers.
2: Uh, you know what? That movie has Arlie Ermey in it, and he's very creepy in that movie. I I might take you up on that offer. It's like I forgot. He wait, he was in that? What the shit? Yeah, he was the. Um, he's one. He's one of the Sawyer family members that plays the sheriff. That that movie that remake is not bad. That that some people like that remake. I am one of those people that actually thinks it does a pretty good job, even though it's. Goes over the top with its violence, but honestly, for shock value, it works. For the sake of the name, I remember seeing previews for it, and it just freaked me out. As a, if child. we go back
1: and watch the original, will we actually develop an appreciation for the series and purge this thing from our minds? Or
2: I think that's a good idea. We should. Movie. We should How watch much? the original because it's oh. a, it's on Shutter. It's on Verve. I also was thinking about so doing a Larry Conan tribute move.
0: Next generation, how can I get the film reels? Hmm.
2: <laughs> hey. How
0: can I acquire them? I just want. How them. to I'm ritually not gonna...
1: purify a space yeah. after destroying <laughs> demonic objects? Yeah. How to <laughs> how to how completely to destroy? Audience. Yeah. How Lionsgate has it. it. I need to find it. Scatter you. to the four winds of yeah. the earth. <laughs>
0: Fuck. <laughs> oh, can we like watch like Beyond the Black Rainbow or something like actually good next time?
2: Uh, uh, Please. We, we can watch some. We, I don't know, but I want to watch a Larry Conan movie because he just died. And Larry Conan is a fantastic
0: yeah. director. A- RIP to a real one. Um,
1: so, yeah, okay. Let's okay. watch Columbo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>